Worldwide parent coach and conscious educator, Sue DeCaro, is on a mission to revitalize the joy in parenting. Welcome to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids, a podcast designed to help parents all over the world create deeper connections with themselves and their children while overcoming life's daily parenting challenges. Listen in if you want to bring more laughter, love, and enjoyment to your home life. Welcome to Conscious Parents Thriving Kids, a place for all things parenting. I am your host, Sue DeCaro. Let's talk a little bit about discipline. Discipline is a topic that comes up in my practice all the time. Parents are always asking me, what is the best way to teach or discipline their children? And discipline can have two forms. One form is really to enforce compliance, to coerce, manipulate, or direct our children to behave in the way in which we expect. So it's an authoritarian form of parenting. And usually we use some external control to punish. Many times this type of punishment can lead to upset, anger, discouragement, detachment, disconnection, and shame within our children. Perhaps there's something that prevented them from behaving in the right way or the way we expected, and we never actually got to the root of the issue. But from a service standpoint, we took care of the behavior by punishing it. So we aren't actually teaching and helping our children to grow and thrive by actually just punishing in a coercive way what we see on the outside. The second form, and my favorite form of punishment, is really as an opportunity to teach our children, to help our children and guide our children by discussing the behavior and talking about how we might be able to move through it in a different way. Offering our children an opportunity to think for themselves. What could they have done differently? How could this have looked, even at the youngest of ages? but also to tap into the core issue. What prevented them from doing the right thing? Or what created them this opportunity to do what they did? Whatever it was. I'm not going to label it with the wrong thing. Because in that particular moment, that was what spoke to them. So getting beneath the surface to learn why it is our children are doing what it is they're doing can help us to teach and guide and offer opportunities for our children to learn from these moments. And that, to me, is the goal of discipline, is an opportunity to connect with our children in a learning and growing moment, or many moments, perhaps, depending on what's going on in your house. So I wanted to share with you a little story. A few years ago, I spoke with some students who were enrolled in a high school AP psychology class about parenting. I was offered the opportunity to come in and talk a little bit about the work that I do. So we spoke about my parent coaching practice and how I help parents with everyday challenges with their children. Many of these teens were surprised that there was actually a career or an opportunity for someone like myself to do this type of work. But at the same time, they were kind of touched that People are working with parents around the world to try to help them do a better job in connecting and raising their beautiful children. 
One of the major topics that parents bring to my sessions with them, as I mentioned, is discipline. And I shared with this with the children. How do we get kids to do what we want them to do? When I shared this, I learned a lot from their perspective. It wasn't a new revelation, but one that came directly from a group of incredible teenagers. What happens when we give children the opportunity to voice their concern or ideas about discipline? Their biggest complaint was that the majority of their parents take electronics away every time something didn't go the parents' way. They stressed that their parents are not teaching them anything with these discipline methods. Rather, they were just basically using a tactic that would annoy their children. So yes, their children were annoyed by the fact that their electronics were removed. So after this, we dove into the root cause of this. We discussed how a lack of connection impacts the ability of our children to cooperate. We talked about how we can move from discipline and shame to connecting and teaching lessons through conversing and explaining. So one of the techniques that we discussed is to use natural consequences that relate to the behavior in question. Perhaps your child forgot their homework at home one day. So a natural consequence would be that they would receive a penalty when turning it in late. This is a natural consequence. The consequence relates to the actual behavior in question. The consequence directly relating to the situation actually teaches the child. And the child is responsible. The child sees the consequence, not the parent dishing out the consequence. So another example might be a child who arrived home late after curfew. Sometimes we want to rush to punish, naturally or otherwise. But this could have a story surrounding the reason for tardiness. If we do not take the time to listen to the story behind the child's coming in after curfew, we might be punishing something we know nothing about. And wow, isn't that doing a disservice to our child? And if we sit down and we have a conversation with our child, we might actually learn that the reason that they were late after curfew was someone's car broke down or another parent actually was late in picking them up or some other issue affected their ability to arrive home at the reasonable curfew time that we set. So don't we owe our children the opportunity to explain without us becoming so focused on the actual issue and not the story behind the issue? I believe this is what serves to connect us more deeply with our children, is having these conversations when things are tough, when things might actually not have gone as we expected. Let's learn what happened before we jump to conclusions. So listening is a great way to create more understanding and trust between parent and child. Allow your children to share freely as you listen, distraction-free. Perhaps nothing is needed in some situations, just an understanding and a compassionate ear. This will help to build connection as opposed to correction. And in the case of a child coming home past curfew, one might say, wow, 
how might you handle this next time? Or perhaps you might have texted me so I know or knew what was happening during this time. So always connecting with our child in a way that helps our child to learn and perhaps create some different form of narration of the situation for next time if there's something that you would like to see going a different way. Our children are here to help us grow just as much as we are here to help them grow. And this is an opportunity to step back and work with our children in a way that natural consequences take shape and that we offer our children opportunities to explain as opposed to immediately rushing to want to punish or coerce so the behavior falls in line with our expectations. It's not always going to fall in line with our expectations, but working with our children together with connection, with opportunity to listen and engage will give the best possible outcome in learning and growing and moving forward together. So I hope that you can build more connection and perhaps less correction as you move forward with your beautiful children. Thank you for joining me. Remember, every moment is a new moment for Conscious Connections. Thanks for listening to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.